Greetings, listeners of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I won't tell you my name, because hopefully you all know it after 87 episodes. Welcome to my co-host. Who's also not going to tell you her name, because you should know that as well. After 87 episodes, hopefully all our listeners know a little bit about the two of us. But this week, you're going to learn a little bit more. We're going to reminisce, Mel. We are. It's time to look back on on a bit of a, a journey. Yeah, because coming up on Parkrun Day for both of us this week, it's party time. It is. It's going to be cake and, and or donuts if you're at Westerfolds, I'm assuming. I hope so. Isn't it great that we managed to synchronise our anniversaries? Before we even ever met. I know. How cool is that? <laughs> Yes, it's pretty cool having sister and and sister events. Yep. So it's party week at the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. We're going to reminisce about some of our highlights. I've been in this caper for four years. You've been in a bit longer than me. Just a little. You're a bit more grizzled vet. In the oh, Parkrun. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like to think that five years in Parkrun does not make somebody grizzled. Well, prove me wrong, Mel. Give me five years anniversary at Kiwana. You were there at event number one, so you do have... No, I wasn't. I was there at event number two. That's right. I missed the first one. And I can't even tell you where I was that week, but I know I was... Well, I was was in Brisbane. I don't know why, but I know I wasn't at Kiwana Park Run when they launched with about 40 other runners. So we, we might have done this a little bit throughout the past 87 episodes, but take us back, Mel. Take us back to the very beginning. To the super very beginning? Yeah. So how did you find out about Parkrun? Um, I found out about it at my workplace. I work for local government and they were, um, for lack of a better word, well, I mean, they put the funds up, I think. To, to launch the event, or at least part of the funds to launch Kiwana Park Run. So they were keen uh, to get everybody along. And as they do whenever council does anything in the community, they send a big email out to all staff letting us know what's happening and that we should get along and support it. And I was sitting across the partition from another Melissa, who's also in the Park Run world, and we were both, oh, that sounds a bit all right free 5k every week at that stage I'd only done maybe two formal events my first formal event ever was a 3k fun run that was the twilight um the twilight run at St Lucia they don't even offer the 3k event anymore they've changed it to five but my first event was the 3k and um Obviously, I had to pay for that, and I'd also paid for the first Sunshine Coast Marathon, which was a 5K event, and the idea that you could go every week and run 5K and get a time, and you didn't have to pay for it, that was awesome. So I was like, yep, I'm in on that action, I'm going to get registered, and the rest is history. So at the time, it was the only event on the Sunshine Coast, so you were far from an adventurer, I imagine, for a long time. It was it was the very first event here, so our closest event um, at that time would have been one of the Brisbane ones, which is you know, hundred kilometres away. So yeah, no, it took took a long time. I can't even remember when my first my first adventure was probably 
I don't know if it was... No, I wouldn't have been to Wynnum Park Run. Oh, you know, I need to go back and have a look and figure out where the where the first place I ever went was. It may very well have been Golden Beach Park Run when that launched um, about 14 months later on the Sunshine Coast. I think that might have been the first one that I went to that wasn't my home park run. It's all a bit hazy. It, yeah, I am a bit hazy. It took a while. Kawana is the 15th event to launch in Australia, so it, it took a while before there were other ones close-ish to tempt me away. And, you know, you're in that honeymoon period when you first go to park run and and you're just starting to meet all the people there and you're, you're super excited about the whole concept and you're running PBs and you're improving your time and it's just it's just that love big big love fest phase in that first year what about you Scotty how did you well I know how you got involved but for our listeners who haven't heard the story yeah I heard about it really early on when Parkrun came to Australia luckily Albert Park was the third event to be launched in Australia and I knew about that before it was even launched I was Remember chat rooms? Remember blogs? Those sorts yes. of things before Facebook <laughs> arrived, I think. It's before Facebook. I don't know, it's so long ago. I was in running community chat rooms and there was talk of this thing called Park Run coming to Albert Park. But as I've as I've explained before, Albert Park's almost an hour from where I live, so I never really went, but I registered. So I'm really glad I registered, so I've got a low Park Run ID. But it took me a few months to go, and, and my very first visit to Albert Park was very underwhelming. But there was something, there was something in it that just kept eating away at me, and I wanted to go back and explore this park run thing. And in the end, I just decided to start my own close to home because that just seemed like the logical thing to do. And I ended up visiting Highlands, and that's one in in my four year journey with park run. That's almost one of my highlights. Throughout the time is those first few times when I visited Highlands when they had just started up and there was no, there was hardly anybody there. Like I think the first event I went to, we had about 12 or 16 people show up and I never even thought that like there's only 12 or 16 people. I just thought it's cool. There's, there's 10 other people. There's 16 other people here who are, who are interested in doing this with me and then after that, we started Westerfolds, and I remember those first three to six months very fondly. I was discussing this with my wife last night about the past four years, and I still go back to those first three, particularly the first three months, when it was just me, Ivana, my mother, sister, and one of my good mates, John, who got the event up and going we didn't have anybody else we didn't know anybody else and I vividly remember the first time there was a there was a park runner coming along her name was Naomi she was coming every week and it takes a few weeks to get to know people you chat to them after the run very briefly but one week she volunteered with me and we just got chatting and she mentioned I mentioned that I wouldn't mind having a few extra people help me out. And she said she would help me out. She said she'd be interested in becoming a run director. So she was my first non-family, non-friend person who had stepped up to, wanted to be involved. And I, I gave her a hug 
and I, I, it was just a really happy moment that someone else was coming along for the journey. And then it just grew from there, remembering, watching the results every week, processing the results every week, looking at the names, hoping they'd come back, probably obsessing probably a bit too much over people coming and would they return and would my would the numbers grow? Because in the early days of Westerfolds, the numbers were really low. I remember it was like 20, 30, and it wasn't until Christmas Day in our first year, which was only about 10 events in, that I think we cracked... About 50. 50 people came to Christmas Day the first year we held it. It was the first time we'd had a Christmas Day park run in Melbourne. And I dressed up as Santa. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a hot morning, but this was one of those times. See, park run was a bit different back then. I wasn't aware of the rules as I am now, and, and I'm very much aware of the rules now. I, I should preface this. But I think I was run director. Maybe I was co-run director with someone and I, uh, I had a run on Christmas Day in the Santa suit. It was very hot. But the good thing about Christmas Day is that it brought a few people from Albert Park and it brought a few people from Berwick Springs who hadn't been yet. So there was this very, the early, very early days of the park run community in Melbourne joining together on that, that morning. And, and from Christmas Day, the first year, our numbers sort of took off. It seemed like word had got out. And Westerfolds Park Run grew. Isn't it funny how you, you know, when, when the event is new and you're in that honeymoon period, all, all those little sort of milestones are a big deal. Like I, I can remember when we first had 100 runners, that was just like, oh my God, we broke 100. But even in the weeks leading up to that, when you knew you, you were sort of pushing it and the numbers had increased and, oh, are we going to break it this week? And And even things like, when we got 500 likes on Facebook, we made cake, you know, we were that excited. <laughs> yes, we we literally made, yeah, we, we literally made, well, it was three cakes. There was five and two zeros and <laughs> they were covered with M&Ms and we, we took them to Parkrun. It was just like, yeah, we got 500 likes on Facebook and, you know, because to us that meant we probably had 500 registered runners. Yes, we didn't have that many showing up every week, but, you know, our community was growing and we were so excited, so excited. And um, and then the numbers got out of hand and we were like, okay, let's everybody settle down a bit. It's getting a little bit squeezy on the course. Everybody needs to behave. Otherwise, you know, council aren't going to be too happy with us if we keep knocking people down, even if it's an accident you know, play nice. So, but yes, it is always, um, it's fun to look back on those times. Do you remember the first anniversary? I mean, was the cake extravagant at the first anniversary at Kiwana? Uh, I have got it written down that Tim Oberg said that the cake at our first anniversary was the best parkrun cake he had ever seen at that stage. I'm sure there's probably been many stellar cakes to eclipse it since then, but I was very particularly proud because I made that cake, uh, or at least I should say I decorated it. We got this massive sponge donated that was like a meter long and 70 centimeters wide, and I created a topographical um, version of the Kiwana Park Run course in buttercream icing, and yes, uh, I was very happy with that cake, as were everyone who ate it, so it was it was a big cake. It was very... Very momentous. How about Westerfolds? Did you guys have giant donuts? 
No, no. We were, again, we're very synchronised in our cake celebrating. We had a topographical cake for our first anniversary. One of my run directors at the time, Cecilia, uh, she made it. And it was a good cake. I think Tim Oberg also said ours was the best cake <laughs> he'd ever seen. I'm pro- pretty sure he's probably said that at any anniversary he's ever been to when the cake maker was standing anywhere within earshot. Yeah. He's um, a good man. He he's never visited Westerfolds. Hasn't even come out for a freedom run. Obviously, you're not selling it properly. Um, I remember the, our first anniversary that we had a onesie theme, a, a pyjama onesie theme. And again, I was looking back through the photos this week. Is it not a bit hot for that? No. So it's, it's October in Melbourne. Okay. It's not our, hot. Our first one was Hawaiian, so we were all in grass skirts and having a luau. Yeah. But please continue with your story. Well, I just look back that I stood up in front of 100 and 150 people, literally in my pyjamas at that first anniversary. Uh, Yvonne was standing next to me in her hair rollers and dressing gown. <laughs> it's amazing the evolution from not knowing anybody and 12 months I'm comfortable enough to stand up in front of all these people in my pyjamas. Fancy, fancy dress is a great equaliser, yeah. you know. People leave their, um, their embarrassment glands at home and their inhibitions at the door and you just have a good time. Yeah, we have uh, a green theme. This year, what are you going with at Kiwana? Uh, this year, it's an 80s sports athletes oh, theme. Awesome. Which awesome sounds theme. a little bit random, I know, but it was actually voted on by the people. So we gave them all a bunch of choices. Our run directors all got together and we um, brainstormed some ideas and then we took three of those ideas and by a show of hands, I'm told it was unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, everyone... Apparently wanted to do 80s sports athletes. So that has in turn created a little bit of, um, well, frantic Google searching and trying to figure out. Because I was a child in the 80s, not huge on the sport. Pretty much the only things that I really remember are Wally Lewis um, and I don't know, was Haley, you know, that swimmer Haley, somebody... Was that in the 80s or was that early 90s? I think that's early 90s. Hayley Lewis, yeah, you're talking about? Hayley, that's, yep, yeah, that's that's the swimmer. So, you know, apart from watching cricket um, and not knowing even the names of the cricketers or anything like that, yeah. My childhood was mostly spent outdoors in the dirt, running around in the yard with my brothers. So we didn't spend a lot of time in indoors or watching watching sport, things like that. So, yeah, it's it's instilled in me a lot of Google searches in the last few days. and uh, But I've found something. It's going to be good. I'm not going to give you any details, but wait till you see the photos. It'll okay. be great. So we're and green, we're... that's an awesome theme as well because you guys can get so creative with that. Well, green. Or you can just wear green shirts. Yeah, it's another one of those nice, easy themes, but you can go crazy with it. And it's green because Westerfolds is a very green park. I think the local running club that has formed out of Park Run, the Westerfoldians, are pretty proud of their fluoro green outfits. So yeah, I, I've got to put a bit more thought into my outfit. I've, have I got what have I got? A couple of days to go. You could go. Oh, do you need ideas? Yep, always open you could to go ideas. As a frog, Kermit the Frog, mm. he was green. 
Mm. Not my favorite um, type of frog, by the way. Well, in case you're wondering. In case, I, well, I was wondering, who is your favorite muppet? <laughs> muppet or frog? Well, no, he's a muppet as well. He so, who's your favorite muppet? That that's a real that's a that's a complex question, Mel, because I grew up with the muppets. So while most of most people grew up with, I don't know what is it, Sesame Street or whatever, I grew up with the Muppets and Master of the Universe. See, if it were me, I would, at a guess, I would say either Fozzy Bear for you or Animal. Animal, just because as a kid he was funny, but he didn't have much personality. He never spoke, so I don't, I don't, I don't know the real Animal. He's a he's a strong silent type. Yeah, yeah. On the inside, obviously, you know, he's a drummer. He's not that silent, but. I always thought Gonzo was funny. Like Gonzo was the gag man. He was yes. always delivering the jokes, and that, that appeals to me. <laughs> but, but we digress. We're not having a Muppet theme. No, you're not. Yeah. You're having a green theme. And and we should probably talk about favourite frogs at some stage as well. Kermit's not your favourite frog, so maybe not a frog. How about um, – what else is green you could go – you could go as an alien – but that's making assumptions that aliens are green. I've never met any. I'm based in fact. <laughs> You're based in fact. That's okay. too much of a leap for me. All right. Well, the fact is I'm looking forward to finding out what you end up going as this weekend. I'll be keeping an eye out for the photos. Uh, on Instagram, in fact, is where I will keep an eye out for the photos because it would be great if you could share that on the Adventurous Instagram page. Okay. We're both going to be active on Instagram this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the official photographer at Koana this weekend, so uh, I will have to have multiple devices so I can do that, but I'm sure we can manage. Good. Mel, I've enjoyed reminiscing. We're going to, we're going to reminisce a bit more, um, but let's, let's find out about another event. Okay. What, what other event? What are we talking about? Well, let's find out. The Parkrun Adventurers is a parkrun podcast, but I also like to think of it as a travel podcast because we get to go to places all around Australia. And this week, we're going to a place that I don't know a lot about, Dolby in Queensland. So welcome to the podcast the ED from Dolby Park Run, Miff Schenk. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. It's great to have you, Miff. Tell me about Dolby itself, the town. Uh, all I know is that I think you had a cyclone a few years ago. Is oh, no, right? not us. No? We're, we're a bit too far inland for cyclones. Um, we're a very flat um, town. We've got about 12,000 people in it. Um, we're a bit of crossroads for all sorts of places that come through Queensland. Um, yeah, a country, little country town, but it's great out here. Definitely no cyclones. Where did I get that from? I don't know what town you're thinking of, Scotty. So it's, it's a country town, effectively, 12,000 people. How has launching Dolby uh, Park Run there impacted the community? Oh, look, it's been absolutely wonderful. Um, we were all a bit worried at the beginning that it wouldn't take off. Um, Dolby is not known for being the most exercise enthusiastic place in Australia, but um, the reception that we've had has been wonderful. Um, we've got people who come 
as much as they can and they talk about how wonderful it is. And I actually met somebody the other day who said that they'd been desperate for one to start. They just weren't game enough to start it themselves and they were very happy that I'd come along and actually got it going. Do you have any park runs close to you? We have a couple about an hour away. So I think we've got five different ones, but you have to drive to an hour in any given direction to reach one. So most of the people coming to Dolby are just experiencing Dolby Parkrun or have you got a few adventurers that like to get out and about as well? I think I'm starting to get a couple of people keen on adventuring. Um, a few of our people that will take holidays and they come back from their holiday and go, you know what, I was there and I was on a Saturday and I thought, why not try a different one? So um, they're getting a little bit more enthusiastic, but so far I'm the one that goes, oh, there's a launch, let's go to that. And they're getting there. And can you give us a bit of a rundown of what your course is like? Okay, well, it's it's very flat. Um, we've got about a, I guess, two-metre rise at one point. Um, our runners like to call it Heartbreak Hill. Um, they're the ones who haven't toured anywhere else to see a real hill, but we have our own little hill. Um, it's three laps around uh, the creek that goes through the middle of town. About 90% of it is underneath tree cover and um, it's really nice and shady. And because it's on either side of the creek, you can always see somebody else running the whole way around and it's, it's, it feels nice and cosy. Sounds like a, a very, um, what's the word I want to use? It doesn't feel like five kilometres when you're running it. It feels a lot smaller. That's always good. Sociable. It sounds very sociable. Now, I, I like that you've got a little heartbreak hill. I ran last weekend on a, what, a course that I previously thought was flat, but it turns out when you've got a pram, every tiny little undulation is massive and there, there, was, a, there was a heartbreak hill at the end of that parkrun, so I wasn't too impressed with that. What kind of people do you get participating? Do you get families with prams or do you get um, sort of older people? We've got a bit of everything, actually. Um, we've got a whole bunch of young kids who come along who are working on improving their cross-country times. Um, then we've got families with prams, yes. And then um, we've got a, a couple of ladies, one in particular. She's, um, she's our oldest participant and she's always saying, come on, let's get all these walkers to come. I want more people to come and walk with me. And she's fantastic because she's started running a lot more than she's walking. So she's really... She's really keen and it's great to have her coming along. And what about you, Miff? You've got some young kids in tow. What's your running story I do. and how did you get involved in parkrun? Well, let's see. Um, I, I was down in Brisbane a couple of years ago and mum was going to parkrun at that time at New Farm and she encouraged me to come along. I wasn't keen at all. I hadn't run since high school. Uh, but I went along and I had so much fun. And I did it again the next time we were in Brisbane. And then after that, I thought I need to do something where we are. So I got the process started and um, we're 35 events in now here in Dolby. I've run nine times at our Dolby event. Um, I think I actually have more volunteers than park runs under my sleeve at the moment. Uh, it's about 26, 27 of each all up now. And um, my boys, I have five boys. Um, three of them are park run age and they um, – Two of them have their 10 shirts and the third is almost there and I think they like it almost more than I do. They get disappointed if they can't come along. And you mentioned your volunteering stats. Tell us about the volunteering. Do you, in, do you enjoy it? 
as much as running? I, I do. I wasn't expecting it, but I'm almost sad some weeks when I have to get out there and run and I can't be on the timekeeper and cheer everyone else across the line. Um, volunteering is just wonderful. I really, really enjoy it. Lots of it is because I'm doing um, the run directing. It took a little while to get a team going out here because it was so new to everybody. I had to wait for other people to fall in love with Parkrun before they'd come on a team. Um, so I did a lot of directing at the beginning and now I almost don't want to give it up because I love just seeing everyone's faces as they cross the finish line. In those early days, how did you go forming your team? Did you have lots of help from family and friends or was it just the myth show for the first few months? I tried really hard to not make it the myth show because I'm really good at doing that in life. So I consciously tried to not put the spotlight on me. I wanted to make the spotlight on Parkrun. Um, my husband, Chris, he was invaluable for the first couple of months. He did a uh, course set up for me and he volunteered almost every week for a while there. Um, I did have to ask a couple of friends to come along and help out, but it didn't take long at all before people were putting their hands up and I actually had a couple of people come to me and offer to help run direct rather than me having to approach them. So that was wonderful. And I've got a really solid team behind me now. It's always great when people get on board. I do know that in the early days and, and even, you know, ongoing partners are the unsung volunteer heroes of Parkrun because they don't usually get the credit, but they're usually out there just as many hours as the rest of us. So well done, Miss Husband. Good job. He'll be happy to hear that. Sometimes he's, <laughs> sometimes he's a bit grumpy and would prefer to sleep in, but I appreciate his help every time he comes. Now, Miff, you, you mentioned, you know, you've been to New Farm. Have you been to very many other events as well? I have been to 12 different park runs. I love touring. I wish I had the resources to do more of it. I'm currently working on my alphabet and um, I'm a bit pleased that I managed to get to the only J when I was down in Melbourne last year. Nice work. Yes, I went to gels. So I've got the J under my belt. Um, so, And I'm also working on doing uh, volunteering touring as well. I've only got three of those around the place, but that's 23 to go. That's a, So a, a volunteer alphabet. That's right. Oh, that, that should be a thing. We, we should call it the myth, the myth thing, because um, I think that's the first time I've heard anyone wanting to do a volunteer alphabet. I like it. Now, of the ones that you've run, have you got a top three for us? I was thinking about this um, and I was thinking about why I like the places that I go to. And it's honestly, it's all about the people. I have... Um, Wishart is my absolute favourite place to go to other than Dolby. It's where my parents and sister run it in uh, Brisbane on the south side. Uh, the event director there, Adrian, he was absolutely invaluable in helping me set up out here. He answered all sorts of questions. And I know a couple of people there and I really enjoy running. It's a beautiful course there as well. Um, I also like Highfields, just near Toowoomba. Um, they've got a the, the most friendly bunch of people ever. You have to visit Highfields. I've never been so welcomed at a park run as I was at Highfields. And then I think I really loved Gels down in Melbourne. It finishes on an uphill and that is horrific and it was not much fun at all, but it was a really beautiful course and I hope to get back there one day. Well, I have to if I'm going to volunteer there as well. 
You will. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say gels made the list. It's one of my favourites too. Why did you Why did you choose gels? Was that specifically for the J or were you local to the area? It was the closest to where we were okay. staying, yep. So it was convenient you got your J as well. Yes. Miff, thanks for, so much for coming on the podcast this week and sharing your tales from Dolby. I hope you've uh, enjoyed being on the Parkrun Adventure. I have. Now I get to listen to myself later on when I have to get my Parkrun Adventure is fixed. Hi, Scott and Mel. It's Greta here, and I'm at the Murray Bridge Park Run today. So, Murray Bridge are celebrating their third anniversary today, and I'm here to help them celebrate and help eat cake. Um, so, we're about to head off on our run, and today I have a special little helper with me today. I have uh, my assistant, Jess, who's going to help me with the roving report today. So, you'll hear a little bit from her a bit later on. Hello, it's Greta and I'm here at the Murray Bridge Park Run 3rd anniversary and I'm here with Rose who's the run director today. How are you going Rose? I'm doing very well, thank you Greta. Congratulations on your 3rd anniversary. Um, thank you very much, it's great to see a lot of people here. Yes, it's a wonderful day. Um, and tell me a little bit about the course here at Murray Bridge. Um, our course is fairly flat. We have a slight rise but it's, um, it's really good because we have a, um, a course where we do two laps and we head out on our run right next to the river so we actually have the um the joy of watching the boats and anyone else coming through and enjoying the river and we go under our bridges haven't seen any trains too much today i think that one one went through earlier but um yeah we have lots of things to keep ourselves amused with as we're going around yeah it's, it's an absolutely beautiful course and here at the sort of start finish line there's lovely sort of lawns going down to the river um, and what i've noticed about murray bridge is there's lots of kids we have lots of children, we have lots of dogs, <laughs> we, we have quite a few walkers, yes, but our kids like to come out and um, enjoy the, the walk, it's, it's good to see and obviously today they're enjoying the cake, <laughs> but yes, um, it's nice to see so many kids out and just getting fit and sometimes it's a struggle to get our kids to, to keep active and this is one thing that they love to come and socialise and enjoy and we're getting to know a lot of the families around here. And I suppose the kids make friends with other kids and that encourages them to come out, doesn't it? It certainly does. And also, it's actually funny, kids are quite competitive. They'll try and beat each other. <laughs> so, yes, it's nice to see them getting going. And I love to see the little ones coming through. And as I said, we've got a few new um, new babes here as well, a few weeks old. We, got we do, yes. Yeah, it's good to see the mums out. So that's our future walkers yeah, <laughs> and <right>. runners. <laughs> um, and tell me a little bit about Amari Bridge, the town. Um, what can I tell you about Murray Bridge? So how, um, how far out? We're a little bit out from Adelaide. Yes, we're about 86 k's from Adelaide. Obviously, we're classed as a rural city, um, so it's very country, but at the same time, it's big enough to you know, do our shopping and everything that we need to. But I find that um, Murray Bridge is becoming more and more um, friendly, as in the way of lots of community events on. And we are very, very diverse. Murray Bridge would have to have a lot of cultures coming through um, with all the different businesses that bring them from overseas. Um, and I guess because of the, the river, we have lots of boat people coming down. We have, um, you know, a lot of people that like to get out in the mornings and just go for walking and running around. So, yeah, if you actually are polite and say hello to a lot of people, you can meet lots and lots of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's good. one thing I noticed running the course. There was a lot of people um, that weren't park runners um, out using the park, running, yep. the, you know, using the path. 
Yeah, it's it's great. I, I love Murray Bridge and I've lived all over Australia, but um, Murray Bridge seems to be my stomping ground, I think. I think I'll be staying here for a long time. Oh, lovely. But, yeah, I, I love it because it's um, it's not a fast pace, but it's also not a slow country pace. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's great. I love it. And, I, and you have a very interesting attraction on your course and you're probably the, o- the only park run in Australia and possibly the world that can boast to this. What have you got on your course? Are you talking about the bunyip? I am. <laughs> yes, with our, um, our bunyip, which actually you can put some money in and it comes up and growls and carries on at you. Um, tends to scare the kids a lot until they actually realise it's just a paper mache um, what do you call it the model. statue or ma- model or yep yeah. but um yeah it's actually quite funny um but yes that's our bunyip and it's, <laughs> it's really good to to actually show people for the first time they're like what on earth is that <laughs> but the bunyip is obviously it's a, a folk legend for the aboriginal dream time where they actually believe that the bunyip lives in the river um so the council actually made one we used to have a mum and baby but the baby slowly broke away and they had to redo it so we've only got one in there now <laughs> but it's good yeah something very very unique and different <laughs> yeah lovely well congratulations on your third anniversary and thank you so much for volunteering for parkrun we love volunteers at parkrun so thank you for all the time that you give to parkrun and building your community here at Murray bridge Thank you very much. And as I said, I don't know if you can hear all the chatter in the background, but this is what it's all about, just the social time and, and everyone just getting together and connecting afterwards. It is. So, yeah, it is. we tend to meet together and go to the Daveroo. We have a place where we like to go as well. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people like to hang around. And as the weather warms up, I'm sure there'll be more and more people coming. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm here at the Murray Bridge Park Run, and I'm here with Monique. How are you going, Monique? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah. How was your run today? Um, I ran with my daughter, Helena, yes. and uh, so she was a bit tired today, but she still ran around 40 minutes, so we're pretty happy with that. Oh, well done, Helena. How'd you go today, Helena? How'd you go? Good. Good? <laughs> and you often run with Helena? Yes, yeah. Not so much in the winter. She likes to stay home, but yeah. uh, now that the weather's getting better, we've been out trying to, to hit some PBs, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you also do a, a fair bit of volunteering here at uh, Murray Bridge. Yes, we're a small group here, yep. so volunteering is an important part of what we do. And um, the kids also love it. It's a good way for them to learn about that volunteering is a good thing to do and it makes them feel good. Yeah, it gives back to the community. It sure does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you also do a bit of trail running. Yes, I love the trails. My role um, at work is part of an environmental um, group. So running the trails, you get to see the animals, see the trees um, and discover new places. I love it. And do you do some of the trail running with your kids? Um, Yes, here in Murray Bridge we've got a conservation park called Kitchener and there's probably um, a bit over 11 k's worth of trails there. So the kids have been up there, they've helped me actually mark some of the trails, put out some drop bags for people who are out there and um, they can learn a bit about the park and we've also done some videos about the park that the kids have helped out with. So we, we do it as a family. Oh, fantastic. 
Parkrun is a very family-oriented event as well, isn't it? It, it sure is. At one point there, I remember some stats being done about park runs, and Murray Bridge was the toughest park run in Australia at the time. And it was really just related to the fact that we had so many kids that come out and walk park run. Our times were very slow. So, you know, it, it, it's for everybody. Don't, don't think about it as a run. Think about it as an, a day to get out with friends and enjoy a 5K and uh, yeah, the, the social aspect that goes with that. And the kids love it because they all get together and, and um, play. And so it's exercise that's a lot of fun. That's right. Yeah. And that's what I noticed on the, on the courses. There's lots of, there was lots of kids. And you are volunteering next week, I hear. Um, Mum, I haven't signed up yet. <laughs> no, I finished tokens. Oh, well, so, so here we're looking... So here we're looking for volunteers for next week and, um, and Monique, your kids are here and they're pretty keen to volunteer. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think what we'll do is, is it's a close group. So if tokens are gone for the kids to do, we'll see if we can do a swap and yeah. uh, so that they can do the finished tokens. Oh, that's great to, to see that everyone's so supportive. Thank you so much for talking to me today and congratulations on all the work that you do with trail running and bringing your kids out to Parkrun. Thanks very much and thanks to all of the team at Parkrun that make it happen for us. So thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jess and I'm here at the Murray Bridge Parkrun third anniversary and I'm here with... Sakshi. Um, how many parkruns have you done? Around 30. Okay, so you're nearly at your 50 top. Almost there, Jessie. Yeah. How are you doing today? How did your parkrun go today? Uh, good. I think I came first junior. <gasps> that is so cool. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Sweet. <laughs> so, where are you from? Um, I'm from Sydney and I've just moved down to Melbourne about three or four weeks ago. Really? So wh where are you staying at the moment? I'm staying in Parkville um, near the Melbourne Zoo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a really pretty run in Parkville. So how long have you... Is this your first park run in South Australia? It actually is. Like I've never done a park run in South Australia. I actually didn't really know many park runs here either i was just kind, kind of moving to uh ki kangaroo island and i was here on the way and i figured i'll be here just around eight and i was like yeah let's do this and this has been an awesome run it's really pretty and the river is just beautiful and just really serene and calm run bye hope you enjoy park run thank you thanks for the talk jesse you're awesome I know he was Ros and we're at the Murray Bridge Park Run third anniversary. How many park runs have you done, Ros? This was number 204, so I've run a lot of park runs. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> My first one was nearly five years ago at Torrens when Park Run first came to South Australia. So that was my first park run. And since then I've run mainly at Mount Barker. Yep. So Mount Barker's the one you've done most of the park runs at? Yes, Mount Barker's my home park run. Did you like the run today? I love the Murray Bridge course It's because it's got so much of interest. It's got the houseboats and the train line and the old engine and a turnaround point in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it is the funniest turnaround point I have ever seen. And there's so much happening along the course. Like there's another event out here and there are canoeists and you can see the big bridge over the Murray with the freight train just went over. Love the Murray Bridge course. Yeah. <coughs> it is a nice course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. 
um, it's good to see you here today too, Jess, yeah. wearing your 100 Parkrun T-shirt. That is so good. <laughs> I didn't know they made them small enough. but <laughs> Thank you. I hear you ran a half marathon lately. Uh, yes, I ran a half marathon yesterday to see if I could still do the distance because in December I'm going to Cambodia and running the Angkor Wat half marathon so I had to make sure that my legs could do the distance and it's the furthest I've run for over two years so I was really pleased. Wow, <laughs> well thank you for Thank you for talking, Roz. You're welcome. So we are now at um, the coffee shop after Murray Bridge Park Run, having our coffee and we're at, coffee, and we're at the Davery establishment in Murray Bridge. And I'm here with Michelle. How are you going, Michelle? Yeah, great. Thanks, Greg. How did you uh, find the run today? Yeah, really good. Yeah, I'm really just trying to push and uh, get my speed up. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm focusing on that at the moment. Awesome. Um, and um, I saw that you were being very encouraging to uh, the other people on the on the course today. Oh, yes, I love it. Um, yeah, basically, since I've been going for about two years now, um, I, you know, try and encourage everybody because, you know, they've encouraged me and, um, and especially the kids and um, my friend's got four kids. So, you know, I always like tap hands with them, give them a high five and, and yeah, they love it. So, yeah, it just inspires everybody. Yeah. Um, and you've got quite a challenge ahead of you tomorrow, I hear. Yes, I'm doing the, uh, it's called the Bloody Long Walk. Well, I'll be running hopefully, so uh, 35 kilometres and um, doing it with a girlfriend and um, it's going to be a long, part of it's going to be along the beach, so hopefully it should be really good weather and uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a good time. Lovely, and so where does that start from? Um, I think it starts at the top of the hills and then we go into the city and then along the river and then we run, finish up running along the beach. Oh, great. Well, good luck for that tomorrow. It sounds wonderful. Oh, that will be great, hopefully, yep. And is that a fundraiser? It is. Um, I think it's fundraising for mitochondria. Um, so, yeah, that was another thing. I thought, well, it's for a good cause. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy to do it as well. Fantastic. Well, good luck tomorrow. Have a great run. And I'll probably see you at a park run nearby sometime soon. Yeah, great. Thank you, Gret. Good morning Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall here and for something different I have loaded myself into the Channel 5 News crew chopper. I am international park running today and I'm in Singapore. So in Singapore there's a choice between two park runs, East Coast Park, West Coast Park. Um, I've chosen East Coast Park and here I am. Um, we're about to head off on the run so I'll see you on the other side and see who I can track down and have a chat to. Now I'm standing here with Priscilla. She apparently is a bit of running royalty around Singapore. She has her own five-star blog. She goes to all of the runs and she's a regular park runner. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Hi, thank you. You're very welcome. Now, tell me a bit about your running. How did you get into park run? Um, well, I heard about East Coast Park Park Run from like some online sites, and first I, I found out that there was this kind of like new um, new running like event in Singapore, and it was at East Coast Park, which is very near to my house. So I decided why not check it out. 
And so when I came down here, I guess I enjoyed the atmosphere and everything. Like in other words, it's a 5km time trial, but then people are not overly competitive. And I also like um, the social aspect afterwards, so that's how I got coming here more regularly. So it's a highlight of your running week? Um, I, I usually look forward to it every Saturday morning, so yes. And are you training for any other events at the moment? Um, yes, I am. I'm actually training for the Standard Chartered Singapore Marathon, which takes place in the first week of December. Excellent. And how's your training going? I hope that it's going well. Well, I'm basically running a few times a week, like I'm um, including park run. So, like, hopefully, like I will get there on race day and I will do well. well I hope so too. Thank you for your time today, and um, keep on running. Thank you, no problem at all. <laughs> okay, Mark, so you're from South Africa, correct? Yeah, Amdoni is my home run. And can you tell us about that run? Oh, it's, it's very beautiful. It's, uh, it's like a South African tropical rainforest, really, but it's um, not as warm as it is here. What, it, what, is, it, what is it here today, 30-something? <laughs> 39? I don't know. It's very, very hot. Yeah, over there, it'll be 20 something, and that's and it's in the shade, and it starts at eight o'clock over there. Okay. And so, how would you rate um, East Coast Singapore Park Run in your list of park runs that you've done? Oh, it's very good. It's nice that it's flat, but I mean the humidity here is just so overpowering. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, yeah, overwhelming. I'm I'm used to doing Durban as well, and they get 2,000 runners often there. Yep. I think it's probably the biggest one in the world. You know, but. Durban is known for its humidity, but it's nothing like here. Yeah, it's hot one, hey? Yeah, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> All right, thanks for your time, Mark. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you. So, Brent, um, I understand this is your first time at a park run. Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, hot day, but, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Brought the kids down, two young kids, and, yeah, it's well organised, well set yeah. up. Excellent. And um, so you live in Singapore, do you? Yeah, just been here for 10 months, moved over, and, yeah, it's something the family can do together. <laughs> And from New Zealand, is that where you're from? Yeah, New Zealand, that's right, <laughs> certainly, yeah. Yep. And um, so first time at Parkrun, you'll be back? Oh, most certainly, yeah, the kids enjoyed it. Um, it's a bit of fitness for us all. Yep. Yeah, a good family activity. Excellent, thanks for your time today. So, Anna, local here in Singapore? Um, yes, I've been living here for 13 years now. So, um, and I actually live fairly close to the start of East Coast Park, so I can cycle down here, so it's very convenient. Excellent, so you're a regular park runner? Um, fairly regular. Um, it's quite good at the moment. My kids have just got into it. So today I was running with Casca, and it's her fifth run today. Um, and we did, well, I think we did really well, because it was particularly hot. Um, yeah, it sure is. It is really hot. But as we were running around, I noticed that there's lots of running groups around the course here. You share the course with a lot of runners. What's the running community like here in Singapore? Oh, it's um, it's massive. Um, 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 running is getting really popular in Singapore, and particularly at this time of year. Um, the main running event in the Singapore calendar is the Standard Chartered Marathon. That's the first week of December. So lots of people come um, down to East Coast Park because it's a 10k stretch, which can actually be extended to about 30 kilometres of non-stop um, footpaths um, without any cars to sort of block you. So um, a lot of people come here to do their long runs at this time of year. So there's quite a good, um, a quite good 
atmosphere really for runners. Excellent. Now East Coast Park Run we're at today, there's also a West Coast Park Run in Singapore. Have you been to that one before? Um, yes, I, I have. I've, I've, only actually, I've only actually been once at the test run. So um, I was invited to test run the course with a group of friends that are into running as well. Um, yeah, it's a great course. This is probably the easier of the two. The other one's slightly more twisty turny. Um, yeah, they're both great though. Excellent. Well, it's a park run. What's not to like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're the same all around the world actually. I've been to a couple in England and it's amazing how basically everyone's just nice, aren't they, and welcoming wherever you go. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for your time today, Anna. So today's run director at East Coast Park Run is Daryl. How are you going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I love to run. It's a bit steamy, but apart from it's, that, awesome place to yes. run. Yes, it's very hot and humid in Singapore. So people generally don't, generally don't run as fast over here. But it's okay, it's a nice park, I feel. It's a beautiful park, and I'm very glad that you've given me an excuse for my slow time, that it, I can blame the humidity, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, what can I say? It's, uh, it's, no one comes here expecting to run a really no. fast time sometimes. No, but it is a beautiful course. Yeah. And there's lots of runners out today, so the running scene in Singapore is pretty strong one, would you say? It's very strong. Uh, and, and again, it's East Coast Park is one of the nice, it's one of the few parks in Singapore where you've got a long stretch of, one stretch of uh, road where you can run without any traffic lights, I guess. Yeah. A lot of people come over here. And it's nice and breezy as well sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a bit of a breeze today, yeah. that's for sure. So, um, so this is one of two park runs in Singapore. There's East Coast and also West, West Coast. Coast. Yeah, the West Coast Park one, it's, it's, uh, it's over on the west side of Singapore, obviously. Um, it's a slightly different course from the East Coast. That one has a little loop. Um, it's, I, I think we like to compare who gets more... Uh, runners every weekend they tend to get a bit more maybe because of the location but uh, but our course is definitely a faster course if you want to get a PB in Singapore <laughs> definitely nice and flat straight out yeah. straight back no yeah. mucking around yeah. it's it's it is a really great course now Daryl um, Park Run obviously runs with volunteers such as yourself yes. how did you get into volunteering and run directing through Park Run well I started three years ago because I, I, I lived in Melbourne um, I did uni in Melbourne and then when I came back to Singapore I was looking for a group of people to run with. Uh, so I joined a running group and some of them uh, were involved in Park Run and uh, basically that's how I ended up coming to Park Run and I really enjoyed it. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of regulars um, and friendly competition and, and, really enjoy, and I really enjoy coffee afterwards as well, catching up with um, people who just like running, you know. Coffee afterwards yeah. is always a yeah. highlight, yeah. yeah. And so you've got a nice little community here at yeah. East Coast Park Run. Yes, and uh, we're getting more and more tourists dropping by. I think also because of our location. So a lot of people from Australia, like yourself, are going to the UK. Um, yeah, we've been seeing a, quite a number of tourists coming by recently. It's quite nice. Yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah, and today there was someone from Canada and also South Africa. Yeah, yeah. yeah so a bit of variety. Yeah, I guess it's probably because they, they have park run in their own in Canada and South Africa as well. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to meet people from different parts of the world. It sure is. Yeah. And you can go to a park run anywhere, any, yeah. any Saturday, anywhere in yeah. the world. In fact, I was just in um, 
I was just in, in three weeks ago I was in Copenhagen. I did a park run in Copenhagen. Uh, that was quite nice in Denmark. Wonderful, was, what yeah. a great experience. Yeah, it was nice, it was lovely. Weather was a lot better than this, <laughs> but uh, it was nice. Excellent. Well, thank you, Daryl, for the contribution you make to Parkrun here thank in Singapore. Um, I've had a wonderful time here, and um, thanks for talking to me on the podcast. Thank you. There you have it, Parkrun Adventurers. If you ever find yourself in Singapore, check out one of the two options, East Coast Park or West Coast Park. Both guarantee you a hot, steamy run, um, with East Coast Park maybe just a little bit more straightforward and straight out and back course. Um, both will, I'm sure, offer you a very friendly welcome, um, a reasonably um, small Park One community here in Singapore, but a very vibrant and friendly one, and nestled in amongst a really great running culture. So that's it, um, Singapore tick. That's over and out from me, and I'll see you next time. Great to see the other members of the Parkrun Adventurers staff were out and about doing their job, park running over the weekend, adventuring to new park runs, Murray Bridge from Greta, and Lyndall was overseas. She's a bit fancy. <laughs> She's getting some international action happening um, in her most events list. In Singapore. Now, we didn't touch on it in the intro, Mel. Where did you adventure to on Saturday? Uh, Saturday, I was at Brightwater for their third anniversary. There's another three years that has gone super fast. Wow. Yeah, they were having a hat trick theme. So I wore a giant leprechaun hat, as you do. And Wes was in the pram and he wore a giant top hat. So a top hat that was big enough for the pram. Now, Brightwater, you pulled it off. Brightwater, you were the founding event director. Is this correct? I was, yeah. So that's your another one of your babies. That's the one you started up from scratch. Yeah, a long time ago now. Well, it feels like a long time ago. But that's another event that's just gone from strength to strength. The event team there and um, the volunteers and the community, it's all, it's all another close-knit community and um, it was great to catch up with them. It's always lovely to, to pop across and see them. Often, even after Park Run, I'll pop across to their post-Park Run cafe and just say hey and, you know, see how things are going. So so how do you feel when you adventure back there? Is it still your home? So I consider, I think I've got four unofficial homes, Westfold, Studley, Coburg and Gels, a, a home of such. Do you still consider Brightwater as one of yours? Yeah, I do. Well, no, I don't want to say it's one of mine because, I mean, the events are never really ours. We're just the custodians. Absolutely. But, but it's, uh, it's, it's a member of my family. Let's look at it that way. Definitely a member of my family. And, and all the, the runners there are members of my family. And I actually got to spend some time on the course. I did offer to volunteer, but... Um, they didn't need me, so Wes and I went out. I think this was his eighth different park run, and I had him in the pram this week instead of the carrier because, you know, the carrier with a hat would have blocked my vision, doesn't work so well. And um, uh, I, men- I mentioned it a little bit late. No, I mentioned it earlier <laughs> in our interview with Miff that every, every little undulation feels like a, a hill, when you're pushing a pram. So I always had respect for the people that pushed prams, you know, with one or more children in them. And I have a lot more respect for them now that I'm starting to do it myself. So 
Yeah, but yes, definitely a home away from home. And where were you this weekend, Scotty? I was at event number 47 for myself, a different event. I ended up at, <laughs> um, yeah, 47, <laughs> and uh, ended up at Parramatta, which I was really happy and lucky to be going there because it's one of those events that I'm not sure if I'd ever sort of get out to Parramatta unless I had a, a specific reason to attend, and I did on Saturday. But again, lovely community and always good to they do things a little bit differently. Nothing wrong. Worked beautifully on Saturday morning. But nice flat out and back along the river. Got to, got to meet the event team there. Uh, Phil and Melvin doing a great job. Jonathan as the ambassador. And we had some filming there, which is always a bit exciting. And it was great that the local parkrunners embraced the filming. Sometimes I've been in this my whole working career, being around cameras and media and such. And sometimes you get a situation where people shy away from cameras or microphones. They, they couldn't run away fast enough. But the crew at Parramatta on Saturday loved it. Loved getting involved. The camera crew asked them to do some things that weren't maybe natural or weren't part of the parkrun morning. But they... weren't natural. <laughs> <laughs> what what were you what kind of things were you filming? It was unnatural to the parkrun morning. Like it didn't follow the script of you get there, you chat, you run, you chat, you go home. We just okay. asked them to do a bit bit of extra running. Gotcha. Formation running and stuff like that. High fiving. I don't do a lot of high fiving at park running. I should do a lot more. But um yeah, it's a great morning at Parramatta. And uh event forty seven. Just so <clears throat> Well, um speaking of numbers of events, we've got three launches this weekend. Uh all of them going to be special. But what's Extra special is they bring Parkrun Australia up to a very special number. Where are we launching this weekend, Scotty? It's a pretty, it's a pretty eclectic mix of a trio, isn't it? It we're, is. We're launching in Cloncurry in Queensland, taking, well, challenging the title of one of the remote locations within Australia to get to. Yes, it's that's definitely one for the super hardcore and potentially. Um, more fa- financially comfortable adventurers, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> yes. We're also launching out at Kangaroo Island in South Australia. Again, another one that I can't imagine is easy to get to. I don't think there's a big bridge over to Kangaroo Island. I think you have to take a boat. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, that could be wildly inaccurate. <laughs> I, no, I, I do you, know you could definitely get wild there and beautiful on the island. I'm sure it's going to be a great run. And I'll leave the last one to you. Because it's event number 250 in Tasmania, we're launching Railton Park Run. Interesting fact about Railton. The, is it Topiary? Topiary? Topiary. How do you say it? Topiary, if you're talking about what you do with the, the plants yeah. when you're clipping them into the right shapes. Otherwise, we could be going to Tipperary. No, no, it's that <laughs> Tipperary capital of Australia. Is it? It is. Huh. And now they've got a park run, and it is the 250th park run in Australia. So, Massive. wow. Massive. 
Massive. And we have got some adventurers that are going to be on the ground next weekend. Oh, great. Getting the action from Railton Park Run. Park Run. So that's pretty exciting too. Mm. You know what we should do? Tell me. Let's make a video celebrating 250. 250 events in yeah. Australia? Yeah. What a novel idea. Let's do it. You and me, Mel. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. But it's party weekend. And it my is. God, do we share party party time with a few other events. It's, you know what, after the launches that happen this weekend, next year, we are going to have an anniversary in every single state or territory except for the ACT. ACT, guys, get on board. You need to launch something on this weekend next year. Where have we got them? We've got Bunbury in WA. Darwin in the Northern Territory. Highfields in Queensland. Kiwana, which is also in Queensland, as we know. Majiraba or Majiraba. We, did we have this trouble last year? Probably. <coughs> I reckon it's Majiraba. Majiraba, that's it. Yep. Majiraba in Queensland. Port Macquarie in New South Wales. North Lakes in Queensland. Shelley in WA. And Westerfolds in Victoria. The only one in Victoria. So all the limelight down here is on Westerfolds. I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> you don't have to share your adventurers who are looking for cake or donuts with anybody else. And I'm pretty happy about those uh, Cloncurry, Kangaroo Island and Railton coming on to Party Weekend. That's a good group. That is a good group. Mm. It's a very, very good group. So, there's a lot of cake, candle, donuts happening, but what else is going on this week, Scotty? Pearlustration, final week for the Pearlustration to be open and for you to fill that out for us. If you've already filled it out, thank you very much. We love your work. I'm, I'm looking forward to breaking down all the results with Scotty. Um, will we break them down next week or we'll have a week after that that we break them down? Let's do it the following week after. Okay. And, and have we got any kind of incentives for those people who haven't already? Didn't we talk about we were going to have some incentives last week? We did. Mm, what can we do, did we figure that? Did we figure that out What yet? can we do? <laughs> uh, tell you what, one of the major partners of Parkrun, TomTom, they've got this really cool watch called the Adventurer. Now, it's in dispute. Oh. It's in dispute whether it was named after us. I'm Who's just, disputing the fact? I'm, I'm, I'm fact-checking with the company itself. But okay. until that has been resolved, I'm claiming it. So TomTom <laughs> have named this watch after our podcast. So I think it's only right that we put one of these watches on one of our adventurers. Ooh. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. That's okay. And, and – So it's a giveaway. We're having a giveaway. But they have to how, – how do they have to qualify for said giveaway? We want to make it easy. This with the, yeah, incentives. Incentives. So if you've already done the Pearlustration, you're in the box seat. If you haven't done the Pearlustration and you want to win the watch, well, you've got to do the Pearlustration because – well, see, the thing is, the the thing is, Scotty, we don't know who's already done the illustration, so we need to figure out a way that they can also be in the running for the watch. So, how about it's got to be something question related? Yes, there's lots of answers in the illustration. Maybe we can do something there. All right. So, obviously, the illustration is anonymous. For very important reasons. It's uh, a very personal survey. 
there are lots of hard hitting questions involved. Very sensitive. Um, Touched on a lot of lot of controversial topics. And people might not feel comfortable with uh, divulging their answers in particular because obviously if they want us to know who they are so they can go in the draw for the watch, they might not be comfortable giving away answers to a particular question. So maybe let's let them choose if, if they get in touch with us with one of the answers from the whole survey. Surely out of all the questions, there's something that they're not sensitive about or they won't mind that we know that that's their answer. That's very that fair, question. Mel. People call you a lot of things, but there's one thing they can't call you is unfair. And <laughs> they call me a lot of things, do well, they? Well, I've heard. But that is a great competition. Okay. And how do you do it? Let's email. So let's everybody's on email. So you've got yes. to email your answer in to theparkrunadventurers at gmail.com. There's no the at the beginning of the email address. There's not. Just in case you were wondering. It's just parkrunadventurers at gmail.com and you've only got a week so this competition is only open for a week so again all those people who haven't who are listening catching up suckers you (laughs) You know what in a couple of months time we're just going to get some random email from somebody who's just going to say blah and this is the answer to a question and that's all they're going to say (laughs) but it's going to happen in a few months when they've actually caught up yes the watch will already be gone sorry guys so there'll be terms and conditions and we'll put them somewhere on the Facebook page. But cool. thanks, Tom Tom. They are awesome. We can't forget they're, to do that. They're giving us a watch. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Tom Tom. Yeah. Now this if if I'm not mistaken, this watch is is it orange? It is. It's park run orange. Which which leads me to Orange you glad people want to meet up to see the podcast recorded. What a great idea. Do you see what I did there? Yep, I did. Nice, <laughs> nice segue. So this week we had a, a fabulous idea from Gary about meeting up or, or arranging for a listener meetup perhaps once a year. Uh, he got the idea from another podcast that he listens to, which now that I think of it, um, what was it called? Airplane Geeks? <laughs> I think so. I think I'm going to have to look that up because that sounds intriguing to me. Does it? I would like to know what they talk about. Yeah. I mean, obvious, well, you could assume maybe it's not obvious that they, they talk about airplanes, but, you know, if they're taking it to the next level, I'm interested. Um, but I digress. He, yeah, his idea was to... Um, organize a listeners meetup and so we actually put this out to you guys this week on the Facebook page um, if you'd be interested in doing that and if so where would you like to meet and we've got a, a variety of answers which were very interesting Scotty what do you think about this whole scenario well I mean I love it I mean we've talked about the Kentucky tour the Parkrun Adventures Kentucky tour in the past and that's still going on the wheels are in motion in the background on that, but this is a uh, lot, nice little intro. I'm all for it. I'm. I don't want. To, by the way, happy birthday, Gary. Gary, it's his birthday this week, and I know Gary's listening this week. So great idea, Gary, and um, great to join join me celebrating birthdays in October. All the good people born in October. <laughs> Which brings me to another thing. 
I've started a new tradition, but it's only a tradition when you do it more than once. Because if you recall, last year, I also forgot to wish you happy birthday <laughs> on the week of the podcast. And it wasn't until I realized after the podcast was released that, damn it, I forgot to say it. It's okay. It was a theme asked. this year. Everyone forgot my birthday this year. So you, you fitted Aww. in with the crowd. Oh, Scotty, we'll have to get the violins out for you. Do you have violins on your soundboard? I haven't played the soundboard yet. (laughs) So, happy birthday, Scotty, for last week. Now that it's an annual thing, I'm sure you'll realise that next year, when I don't wish you happy birthday on the week (laughs) of your birthday on the podcast, that I'm doing it intentionally and I'm saving it up for the following week. That's okay. That's okay. But and your presence in the mail. Great. Can't wait. Must be with all the others. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, a great birthday present for me next year would be to meet up with all our listeners in Orange or Main Beach or Dubbo. Any of the suggestions, I'm up for any of them. I've already run Main Beach, so. Uh. Well, maybe we need to put it back on the listeners to get them to organise it. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. And then we can, you know, we can just show up for the party, the podcast party. Yeah. Great. Let's see where this goes. Um, I'm all for it. I'm, uh, I think they're going to be disappointed. One of the, one of the things Gary mentioned or somebody mentioned to see the uh, podcast be made live. Ah, oh, so they can get, yeah, that's right, get the behind-the-scenes scoop on what it's like to record the podcast and how that all works. That is going to disappoint. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Yeah, it could be a bit anticlimactic for everyone. Um, but, it, you know, if we're both in the same place at the same time, on location, it could be a different kind of fun anyway. We have a good time. I'm not sure it's a spectator sport, but... <laughs> I guess we can find out. A live studio audience, that could be pretty fun. Yep. Okay, one more thing we have to do, Mel. The show's not over. November Madness is back. Yes, we talked about this in September, that it would be coming back in November. And we also mentioned at that time that we will not be nominating anyone anymore to participate. We would like people to self-nominate or... Um, potentially nominate somebody else that you know would be interested and that way we can get you guys who want to test your knowledge and are keen to take on our carryover champ, Melissa Ellis, who is happy to come back. Yep. One rule, one rule, because this is a state versus state-based competition. Ah, okay, so no Victorians. No Victorians this time. time. Until you okay. knock off Melissa, you know, Victoria is the king or the queen. If you want. Well, I, I think I think Victorians can get in touch now so that we can have, you know, a waiting list. Oh, good point. For, for the madness. Good point. Waiting list. That's always good. Yeah. Then, then we know who to tap in next. I mean, assuming Melissa ever is decrowned. Highly unlikely, but <laughs> there's, that, there's that possibility. So we need to plan for that possibility. Yes. She might just need somebody to sub in for her one week if she can't make it. But yes, please let us know. You can do that by any of the social medias that you like, that you want to be involved in November Madness. And we look forward to having applications flooding in. No Tom Tom watches we're giving away for the winner of November Madness. You just get the glory. The glory. But not bad. Which, 
What price the glory, yeah. Scotty? What price? Priceless, Mel. Absolutely priceless. <laughs> and I think that's about it for this week. Yeah, I think we've had enough. Short and sharp, maybe not. But <laughs> <laughs> Lots of us this week, so I hope you enjoyed that. And um, we'll be back next week, chock full of guests. They're already all lined up, waiting to go. That's exciting. An old favourite returns. I hope we get some awesome. roving. Re- well, we, we know we're getting some roving reports. We you've do. Already, you've already said it. That's a big statement. So someone's been in your ear, obviously. Oh, I've been in somebody else's oh. ear. Jeez, the pre-planning, Mel. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for joining me this week. Oh, you're very welcome, Scotty. It has been a pleasure. And have a fabulous time at Westerfolds. The anniversary of them is almost like celebrating your birthday. So, you know, at least there'll be a party involved and (laughs) people happy to be there. Yep. And same to you, Mel. I hope it's everything you hoped and dreamed it could possibly be for your fifth anniversary. And uh, I do eagerly await the Instagram photo to find out what 80s sports star he came up with. <laughs> <laughs>